Welcome to Unity of Tucson. One of the things that attracted me to the New Thought Path was actually very similar to what you were talking about. It is understanding the interconnectedness of it all, to understand that we are all in this together. We are having this thing called life as a collective experience. It's not just any one of us. And while we individualize this infinite presence, this infinite power, that's what we teach in New Thought, that coming into that understanding that there is always the opportunity to lean on me, to lean on those who are around us, and if we have a willingness to really show up as that in our own lives, we're going to make this world a better place. This is how we awaken humanity to its magnificence. I fully believe this. And it's funny because for me, you know, we've been doing this series and today is going to be an, it's, it's kind of an odd thing that happens because we've been doing this series these last several weeks. This is week five of our fall renewal series where we've been looking at the book Spiritual Economics by Eric Butterworth one of the luminaries of the unity movement. And if you have already read the chapters, you know that the first chapter for this week was the money enigma. And we're talking about money, right? So I, have, I had this idea. What if I had a $50 bill, right? $50 bill. What does it mean to you if I did that? What is your reaction to that? There's always scotch tape. I'll vacuum later. I'm going to start with this idea today. Money is not real wealth. Rather, the physical form we call money is a device, a device for measuring wealth. It is a reflection and a decision of our consciousness. And that's really what we've been talking about these last several weeks. It's all consciousness. It's all consciousness. We have made the experience of the physical form indispensable in our world so far. I think we can turn that around. And many people, I think, approach this idea that money... There are many people who approach money with negative consciousness, that money is somehow bad. Have you ever heard things like, money is the root of all evil? Money makes us greedy. Money won't make you happy. Try me. <laughs> Just kidding. Or one of my favorites, we need, to save, we need to save it. We need to put our money away. And we need to save it for a rainy day. And here's the problem with what, what, what these seemingly high-minded statements, uh, there's a problem with these seemingly high-minded statements, is that they disrespect the understanding of the consciousness of our own value. Because we attract into our experience that which we are equal to. And so if we understand our value 
then we will have no need to think that money as a physical thing is necessary to the glory of our experience of life. Now, these statements, money is the root of all evil, money makes us greedy, money won't make you happy, money should be safe for a rainy day, they are true. They are true if you believe them. If that's your decision in belief, they become absolutely true. They become the expression and experience of your life. Now, most weeks during this exploration of spiritual economics, I have not really focused on money so much because, you know, I'm trying to remind us all that wealth is an expression of all creation. And it's true. Creation is the effect of some cause. So this is true of money. Eric Butterworth wrote this. Money is an enabling symbol. It is a tangible representation of an intangible universal substance, right? So I can get on board with this, but this is not the only thing I'm going to be on board with. This is not the only thing I'm going to be on board with. Because I think it's also important that we understand, and we should not fear this idea either, but, but we, should, we shouldn't diminish this idea because any place where we diminish the form, it may be because we are forgetting the source of the form. So money is a form, an enabling symbol, but the source of that form is an intangible universal substance. Everything that shows up in our life is the tangible born from the intangible. All form, all of it, 100% of everything physical that exists in our world is the result of an intangible universal substance, and it is our personal activity in mind that makes it tangible in our experience. So we could just as easily say health is an enabling symbol. It is a tangible representation of an intangible universal substance. Or relationships are an, an enabling symbol. They are a tangible representation of an intangible universal substance. We can essentially apply this principle to everything in the circumstantial world, in the world of experience. And I think it's important that we deepen into this more wholly, more wholeheartedly. I don't know who said it. Um, I, I tried to look up an attribution to this, and I'm sure everyone, pretty much everyone in this room will have heard this idea before. Uh, I do know that Raymond Charles Barker wrote a book, and he gave it this title, Money is God in Action. Y'all heard that before? Yeah. There's a funny thing I think I've mentioned before about Raymond Charles Barker and Eric Butterworth. So, of course, Eric Butterworth is the author of Spiritual Economics, of luminary as a unity minister, and he uh, had a ministry in New York City, and he was across the street from Raymond Charles Barker, who was a religious science minister. Both are part of the unity movement. So Raymond Charles Barker is over at uh, Avery Fisher Hall, and uh, Eric Butterworth is over at Alice Tully Hall in Lincoln Center, and uh, so we know that they were, they were probably talking to each other. What they were both saying, because this is fundamentally what we believe in New Thought, what we teach in New Thought, what I believe. Ah, did you catch me? Weeks ago I said I will never tell us what we believe. I will only talk about what I believe and I will talk about what 
what we teach. You get to decide what you believe. Here's what we teach. Our work is to develop positive thought. That's the practical work we are leaning into in the New Thought Movement. Money is good. Money is God in action. For form is the representation of that which is inherent in our consciousness. Form, for me, can only be good. Form is good. Form is good because it represents to me that which I am inherently. Form is God in action. So how do you handle the form in your life? Because I don't want to disassociate. I mean, it's lovely to be able to go and disassociate sometimes, but I also want to be involved in the experience of life. If we were to apply the negative concepts we place on money to other expressions of form, we might say things like, health is the root of all evil. Think about it. Creative expression won't make you happy. Relationships should be saved for a rainy day. <laughs> so let's open up to the idea. Let us, let, us, let us open up to the idea that form is good. Form is good. And let's replace, for some of these things that are in spiritual economics, the word money with just the word form. Form is an extension of the person who uses it. Your thoughts and feelings color it. If you think positively and creatively about form, you actually multiply its effectiveness. So if you are looking to create better experiences in the expression of your life, it is not about trying to go out there and change the expression of your life. It is about coming into alignment because your thoughts and your feelings color uh, the underlying belief that exists. So when thought and belief and feeling are all coalescing in the inner life, we get to address the quality of our experience. A way to multiply the effectiveness of form for me is the activity of giving. And I'm, it's, it, you, there are no mistakes talking about, you know, being the point where paying it forward was created. There are no mistakes. For me, the activity of giving is a way to effectively guide myself into the expression of a more abundant life because it's not about obtaining so much. It's about knowing the truth of who I am and that I am never without. And so I can never outgive the universal. That's impossible. And we give in many ways. We give in many ways. We give of our time. We give of our talent. We give of our treasure. Giving is the inherent nature of this thing we call the divine, of this thing we call God. We, that's the word we use for it within our philosophy. And it, and, 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 and it, it, the thing itself, God, the divine, the inherent creative energy is love itself. It is taught this way in all expression of new thought. The two, so there are two, so obviously Eric Barterworth is one of the two new thought leaders that I'm going to express today. Um, that didn't come out quite the way I expected it to, whatever. 
<clears throat> Eric Butterworth, in the book, he wrote, God is the divine givingness of the universe. God is the divine givingness of the universe. God is not a thing that is giving. It is the very givingness of the universe. That is what God is. Ernest Holmes wrote, Love is the self-givingness of spirit through the desire of life to express itself. Basically saying the same thing, love, God, synonyms for one another, is the very expression and experience of giving. For that is the way creative expression unfolds. It is through giving. The most loving act I think that we can engage in is the act of giving, giving of ourselves, giving of our physical good. Giving is a really magnificent way of enhancing the God experience of your life. And any place where we kink the hose is a place where we stop the flow. And so that means that we have a giving heart, right? We all, I have a very giving heart. But do you, does anyone resonate with this idea? I have a very giving heart, but I hold back from receiving. That's kinking the hose because you are denying somebody else's great gift of being able to give and vice versa. I have a very receiving heart, but I am really hesitant to give. There are people who live life like that. So what if we open the floodgates of giving and receiving all around and just be free and open? If you are given a gift, honor it, receive it gratefully and be willing to give as well and know that it will be received gratefully. The consciousness of flow the consciousness of this flow of good is up to you. In all ways, in all ways, spirit is expressing itself as form. That's including you. You are not separate from, you are part of the infinite wholeness. And remember, form is good. That's why the title this week is Fig. You probably thought I was going to talk about figs, the fruit, right? No. Form is good. Provided we understand that its goodness is rooted in the core truth of our being, which is love, which is light, which is life, which is power, which is beauty, which is joy, which is harmony. These are the fundamental ways that God is expressing itself as life. We're the ones who can get in the way, and that's when the kink is in the hose. How could form be anything other than good when it is the outflow of God? Your decision about it is the thing that determines your experience of it. Your decision about it is the thing that determines your experience of it. Think about that. Think about that. And if you're ready to truly enhance the expression and the experience of flow in your life, make new decisions. Make new decisions because new decisions lead to new experiences. That's my message today, and I'm deeply grateful. Peace and blessings to you. You are magnificent.
Now the homework. It was fake, by the way. <laughs> but it was a shock, wasn't it? <laughs> In the moment, you thought, he's really ripping up a $50 bill? But think about that. That's a consciousness. The thing itself doesn't mean anything. All right, the homework this week. This week, uh, practice, conscious, practice consciously blessing all that circulates in your life. Practice consciously blessing all that circulates in your life. In the book, Eric Butterworth wrote this, Never allow money of any kind or amount to pass through your hands without blessing it, whether it is coming to you or going from you. Practice blessing this week. Extend the blessing to all the ways that form is circulating. Be a blessing machine this week. Hi, this is Reverend Jonathan Zenz, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast of my Sunday message. Your financial support will ensure that we can continue to offer this as an option for inspiration. You can make your tax-deductible contribution in any amount on our website, unitytucson.com. Once again, thank you for listening. You are magnificent. Namaste.